Yo fam, Coach Sam, Strong Gens Coaching, back with another episode for you guys. And on today's episode, I'm diving into willpower a little bit. I actually ended the last episode uh, talking about it for a second. And I wanted to give a full episode on it because I think most people have a warped view on willpower and a misconception on what it is or what it could potentially be. So we're going to dive in here. But before we begin, gents, if you could please leave a five-star review for this podcast if you haven't already, I would great, greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to grow this podcast to reach as many men as possible, and I need your help. It takes a tribe, gentlemen. So go ahead, smash that review button if you haven't already, and at the end of this episode, share it with two friends. More people need to hear this information, gents, not just you. So willpower, you hear that term all the time, everywhere, especially with social media. You have quotes about it. You got people ranting about it, but most people don't really understand it. Okay, some people think that people are just born with more willpower, that um, it's in your genetics and that you're just destined to not be have a lot of willpower and be someone who's easily persuaded and and easily thrown off track. And although there is a tiny grain of truth in that, that I think, uh, you know, like willpower is partially wired in you and some people have an easier time saying no, because it's not necessarily that they have more willpower. Some people just have an easier time saying no to things than others, okay? But I want to change the perspective for you, all right? I want you to change your mind around willpower. It's not about how do I develop more of it. It's about how do I change my environment so that my willpower is not tested 24-7. And that's where most people fail, Because most people are trying to test their willpower at all times. And we only have so much willpower every single day to say no to things, to brush things off our shoulders, to stay on track, to avoid a mental breakdown. Because life gets nuts, the days get hectic, and throughout the day, our willpower meter is just going down and down and down and down and down. And if we're relating this to health and fitness... Okay, if we're trying to lose weight and get in shape and we had a hectic day and um, our willpower has been tested already, we've been stressed out, we wanted to snap on people, but we held back because it was in our office and we can't snap on people in public. Um, At least you shouldn't choose to do that. And so it's the end of the day, you're on your way home and you're feeling drained. You're hungry, you're tired, you're supposed to go to the gym, you're supposed to cook dinner, but you don't want to. Okay. The person who is going to believe they don't have willpower is the person who is keeping junk food in the house because they have now created an environment that goes against their goals. The person who doesn't keep junk food in the house is going to get home to a house where he has to cook at least a simple meal or he has to dump Greek yogurt into a bowl but he won't go off his plan because his environment is made specifically to keep him on track. So a lot of people believe that they don't have a lot of willpower when in fact what they have is the wrong environment. So if you're so worked up about constantly fighting yourself to say no to things, okay, like like um, in your house you, you buy a bunch of junk food, Uh, but you're also trying to lose weight and you're testing yourself every single day to say no to these things and to have enough willpower to only have one or two, it's not going to work. You have to change your environment, okay? You need to think of like 
and, and it's true. Food is addictive. Food is very addictive. Okay. Uh, I remember when I was um, purposely gaining weight. Okay. I graduated high school at 137 pounds or around there, maybe topped out at 140. And um, I was 18 years old when I graduated high school. And then at, uh, at uh, 20 years old, two years after high school, I weighed 175 pounds. So I had gained about 35 pounds. Uh, you know, and I did it on purpose. I was trying to gain a lot of muscle and get super strong, which I did. But I was consuming copious amounts of food, so much food you have no idea because I needed so many calories to gain weight because I was doing between one and two workouts every single day. And I was also working long 12 hour days, training people, per doing my personal training, which is a physical job. You're constantly walking around, you're constantly lifting weights, you're lifting people, you're stretching people out, you're moving people, you're motivating people, you're constantly just on the go, on the move. Uh, and so I was eating a lot of food for two years and I gained a lot of weight, got a, super strong. Um, but then I decided I wanted to change up, you know, my, my goals and everything. And I started losing a little bit of weight. And what ended up happening was that I didn't realize how addicted I got to some of the foods I was eating. You know, I really had these intense cravings at times, um, for certain foods that I was no longer allowing myself to eat. And what I found was that in the beginning, when I was like, ah, I'm going to start losing some weight, I want to start running again and stuff and do some obstacle races. Um, I still had some of that food in the house that I was eating when I was gaining weight. And so when I started to lose a little bit of weight and restrict myself, those foods were still in the house. And I realized that it was hard to say no to those foods, like really hard. And so I would slip up sometimes. I would eat those foods. And then one day I was like, what the hell am I doing? Just throw the food out. So I threw the food out. And the process got so much easier because I didn't have the food in the back of my mind anymore that, oh, it's in the cabinet. I can go eat it. So for people who are struggling to stay out of the cabinet, okay, if you don't have the food in there in the first place, you're not going to go. And where I was going with that is, is food is addictive, okay? And I had my experience with having some addictions to food, and I didn't realize it until I started cutting them out, and the cravings were very powerful, now, picture a drug addict, okay? You hear this all the time where an addict goes to rehab, they get clean, like say they're they're addicted to a specific drug, um, whatever, the, whatever that drug is. They go to rehab and uh, they get clean. They get clean. They go to rehab for, you know, 8, 12 weeks. They get out. They haven't touched the stuff. They're in a better place. They're feeling good. Um, they might have started exercising while they were in rehab. They started eating better, drinking more water. Uh, started reading more, feeling great, but they leave rehab and they go right back to home where they had their drug addiction. And what happens is most of those people will have a relapse because they went to the same environment where they were addicts. The reason rehab works for some people while they're in re or works for people while they're in rehab is because the environment has changed. There's no drugs there. The same people aren't there. The same places they used to hang out and do drugs is not there. The same places where they used to buy drugs is not there. But as soon as you go back to the environment where all that stuff was, where those addictive habits were, you're going to go right back to it eventually, okay? Because it's wired in you. And it's the same thing with weight loss, okay? If you're going, like I had said, or, or I might have said in the other podcast, right? Say your favorite food is bar food, Okay. You love burgers and chicken fingers and wings and beer, okay? The worst place for you to fucking go is a bar 
because you're going to overeat on everything and overdrink beer and it's going to ruin your progress. So you need to stay out of the bar for at least a long enough duration for you to reach your goals. So I want you guys to start to change your mindset about testing your willpower 24-7 and that you have to do that to changing your environment, okay? Because if you change your environment and there's less things in your environment that are um, enticing to you, you don't have to use your willpower all the fucking time. And then you have more willpower in the situations and environments where you're not often there. So like say there's a holiday party or something like that, your willpower will your willpower meter will be automatically higher because you're not using it at home as much. Okay? So it makes it makes your ability to stay on track easier when your environment is set up in such a way to help you achieve your goals. And that's what we should all be striving for is to create an environment around us that is conducive to reaching our goals and living our best life. And that's where a lot of people fall off. They just get a plan, like a meal plan, an exercise plan, and they're like, okay, I'm going to go all in on this. And it's great, and they're going to see some results, but they might fall off track or they might completely reverse what they've done when that program is over because they never actually change the environment. They never change what home was like. They never change where they frequently go out. They never change who they hung around. These are big things. So in terms of willpower, change your perception around it. Change your perspective around it. Change your thoughts around it. Change your environment. Okay, Create an environment around yourself that supports you and helps you reach your goals in a timely and efficient manner. That's all I got for you guys today. Um, That's a little bit of a deeper one, one that most people don't think about, but it's very powerful. So take that information, change your environment reach all your goals, and don't forget to email me with any questions at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. The motto here is train your life to change your life because I truly believe that you can train small aspects of your life every single day to see a positive result in the future. Get strong and stay strong, gents. Peace out. Oh, and don't forget to smash that five-star review button if you haven't already and share this episode with two friends. Peace, dog.